Well, one of our favorite people is with us live via telephone. Mark Rosenberg directs pre-Aliyah at Nefesh Benefesh. Many of you are aware of the fact that in addition to yesterday being Zion Cheshvan and being a significant date uh, for a variety of reasons, some of which we just discussed with Rabbi Heber a few minutes ago, it is also one of the two dates that has been chosen in the state of Israel to celebrate Yom HaAliyah. And the reason is because of its proximity to Parshas Lechacha. This is, after, after all, the week that we read of God's directive to Avraham Avinu, the first original Jew, who, uh, what is he told by God? What is important enough for God to uh, dedicate uh, the conversation to? To the fact that he uh, commands Avraham, or Avram at that point, to head directly to the land of Israel. On this uh, day after Yom Aliyah, it's a pleasure to welcome Mark Rosenberg of Nefesh Benefesh. Mark, shalom, welcome to JM in the AM. Good morning, Nachum, how are you? Baruch Hashem, was Yom Aliyah a success yesterday in Israel? Um, it was absolutely a success. We like to say every day is the day of Aliyah, but actually when it's official, I was at the Knesset yesterday as they celebrated and marked it, and I had colleagues at the airport to receive a whole batch of 33 new immigrants who just made Aliyah. So, yes, it was a great success yesterday. What is it like there in the Knesset on uh, during the Yom Aliyah ceremony? Is this one of those cases where the majority of Knesset members are nowhere to be found during the session, or is this one of these cases where uh, they go out of their way to make sure they're there in session when Yom Aliyah is discussed? So I passed through security asking that very question at the Knesset, the metal detectors, and walking into the big room, and I'm like, well, what's it going to be like? And the, the dais was set with almost 12 seats up there, hmm. um, and it started only 10 minutes late on, on Jewish-Israeli time, and all of these Chavri Knesset, members of the parliament, filed in, 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 in awe at, the, I think, the max, there were eight people sitting there. Um, some people were coming in and out because um, the whole uh, Knesset just started its winter session, but they took out their time to sit there, sit through speeches, and what was amazing is all eight of those Knesset members had moved to Israel. They made Aliyah. They were coming to share their story of how they went from a Jew outside of Israel, not just to become a citizen, but also to move into the place where laws are made and influence society. It was all right. amazing. Now, one, now I'm really going to put you on the spot, and I apologize in advance. Can you list the majority, if not all, of the countries that that group came from that you're, that you're citing? Um, there were two people from uh, different countries of the former Soviet Union. There was um, the head of the uh, Committee on Aliyah and Absorption um, is from Ethiopia. <sighs> there was, um, uh, there was. I mean, in the audience, they, they brought people, I think they said, from 14 different countries were sitting in the audience who have made Aliyah. Wow. Um, it was, it was uh, one of those things that you, you I was like, Oh, I, I mean, it's weird to say this. I, I lived in Washington, D.C. and used to go to Capitol Hill. And there's always, you take it for granted going to the Knesset. And then you, you once again reminded that these stories are extraordinary. Well, and they were coming to say, coming to, say, coming to share that um, that difference between that ordinary was the decision to make that Aliyah step. And that set them on their trajectory. Well, as you know, you're, you're making the point that is so important to remember, especially you and I so often 
are discussing uh, technical stuff in these airwaves, uh, analysis of what's going on with Aliyah during a specific year or summer or since the beginning of the organization. I mean, we, we discuss a lot of those things. Sometimes I think it's easy to forget, certainly for those of us here 6,000 miles away, it's easy to forget the miracle, the incredible miracle that Yom Aliyah helps us remember, and that is the Kibbutz Galyot, all the different Jews that are coming from so many different places on earth in order to spend the rest of their lives in Israel, and I would bet that that bigger issue, that more spiritual issue, uh, hit you yesterday in the Knesset. Uh, for sure, and I think it was mentioned by at least three of the members of Knesset when they spoke, <laughs> is that is the, in- the ingathering of exiles was happening in that room and in this country. Um, and if more came, one person said, if more came, then a lot of the bigger issues would be resolved because uh, the more that we have this conversation and the more people bring in their opinions, um, it adds to a greater consensus. I think it's also, I mean, I, I, I don't know about you, I, I'm sort of in shock that we're already in Sefer Breshit and we're in this time of year. Yeah. And I'm sure in a few weeks from now we'll all forgot about Lech Lecha because the Parsha just rolls and Abraham starts, keeps on going. But those magical words, and that's why they chose Yom Aliyah so close to this, um, is those magical words of that call, of the, of the magnetism to the land of Israel, um, really has um, just gone across the centuries. Um, and what's happening now um, in just the everyday legislation, everyday uh, cafes, schools letting out in 10 minutes here in Israel, um, you see people from all over the world in one direction, in, uh, in mostly one language, um, in Hebrew, the, the Knesset was for sure they, they were speaking in Hebrew, but around the hallway, lots of languages, lots of shapes, sizes, and colors, and it was absolutely beautiful. Mark Rosenberg is with us. He directs Pre-Aliyah for Nefesh Benefesh. He has seen over 57,000 uh, Olim uh, come to Israel under their umbrella over the last 16 years. What was the group like uh, that landed yesterday? Was it a diverse group of North Americans who uh, came via Nefesh Benefesh to Israel? Um, it was. I think that uh, I've said this before to some of your listeners is that, you know, it's not a secret that most Olim come in the summertime. Right. Um, and for sure, most families come uh, so they can be here by the time that school starts. But we had a really a sampling of different ages and backgrounds and professions. Um, they definitely, uh, I think when they chose the date, they weren't aware that they would be landing on the day that they, <laughs> the government and the state of Israel was recognizing Aliyah as something important. But it, it's really amazing to see the ages um, and professions. And um, it's, it's a constant reminder when we take so many things for granted um, of the specialness uh, of that. And I think that when, the new, when, the, when they said it on the news here um, and it was reported around, it was, it was another hug. It was another hug to this idea um, of the Jewish people getting stronger. It is remarkable, really incredible. And as you say, pretty uh, interesting that at the same time that they're landing, this group from North America in Ben Gurion Airport, at the same time the Knesset is commemorating yet another Yom Aliyah and uh, helping the Jewish world, the state of Israel and the Jewish world, celebrate this incredible era, an incredible era that sometimes we take for granted. When you are living through it, Mark Rosenberg, it's not always easy to see the big picture, if you know what I mean. I, I appreciate that. It's a, pa- a parenting lesson I'm often reminded of between making the sandwiches and running around. I'm sure a lot of your listeners are going through those errands now and getting to work and doing those small things. But when you keep your eye on the on the prize, on the big things, uh, it really it really feels something worthwhile. And I, I'm sure this was discussed as well. And I think it's it's sort of that funny Israeliness is that 
although it's officially Yom Aliyah, they passed the law celebrating the uh, the, the the 10th of Nisan when you, when Shulvin Nun went in. But right. because there was vacation, um, it made more sense that they could actually influence the educational curriculum and, and bring this idea to a larger audience and, and, and tag it on to Lechacha. I think it, it brings that greater idea that it wasn't just the day. It wasn't just something that they want to put on the calendar, symbolic. It's what, something that they really want to bring around and, and share with many people. And I think it's a wonderful thing that for you and your and this, this station to share this message um, and idea with a larger audience. Because I, I, I think this is one, one of the things I probably say every time I have the pleasure of speaking with you. Aliyah is not a destination. It really is. A, it's a direction. It's a movement. And Nefesh Benefesh works hard that people realize that... Uh, that the support they get is not to get you to the airport. It's to continue on a direction upwards and make sure that your life is really going in a higher and a holy way. And that, that, that takes a lot of concentration and effort. Um, and when, like I said, when you have your eyes on the greater values, um, you're really able to have uh, and do something special and appreciate the greater direction that Am Yisrael is going in. Phenomenal, Mark. Mark Rosenberg from Israel. It's a day late, but nonetheless, I'm going to say to you, Yom Aliyah Sameach. I love it. Thank you, Mark. Mark Rosenberg, Nefesh Benefesh, get your applications done now, everybody. NBN.org.il, NBN.org.il, or 866-4-ALIYAH, 866-4, and then A-L-I-Y-A-H. They'll answer that phone in the holy city of Jerusalem, the capital of Israel, the home of of the United States Embassy, Jerusalem, Israel.